This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to our number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. We're back. Hour number two, taking you right up to noon, where we'll hand it off to D'Lo and KC. After just a just a big weekend in Northern California, I know the Raiders aren't technically here anymore, but still a huge Raider fan contingent mm-hmm. up in Northern California. Got a dub last night. Niners get a dub yesterday morning. Kings got a dub on Friday. We're talking about all the wins right here on the Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lube. That's James Ham. I'm Kyle Madsen. And real quick, I want to I want to talk about some of the other NFL action that that mattered for for San Francisco yesterday. But the Kings have a Big week coming up. Mm-hmm. So they've got the Cavs, and then they hit that six-game roadie that starts with the Lakers in L.A. on Wednesday down at Staples Center. Staples Center? Crypto, is it still Crypto.com no, Arena? Again. I believe it went back to Staples. Hilarious. So even if it's not, it's still Staples. So that's right. That's, that's where this is headed. Now, do you have updates on De'Aaron Fox and Slash or Trey Lyles? Okay, yeah, De'Aaron Fox practiced fully yesterday. Great. Uh, he is listed as doubtful today, which per the NBA, um, if you're probable, that means there's a 75% chance you you play. Mm-hmm. If you're questionable, it's 50-50. If you're doubtful, there's a 25% chance that you play. Um, I'm kind of surprised that uh, he isn't. Uh, he hasn't been bumped up throughout the day. Uh, and just because he's doubtful yesterday does not mean that he can't like play tonight. Um, there will be a point today where they have to make a decision. Wasn't he doubtful after he hurt his finger in the playoffs and then played? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So um, I think what we're going to have to see is how he responded to yesterday's practice. If his ankle swelled up, if he has any residual, uh, how he dealt with contact and all that stuff. And then we'll play it from there. Uh, if he shows up today and he feels great, I would be surprised if we didn't see him. Um, it's going to be lateral quickness. It's going to be all that stuff. But uh, if he shows up and is like, hey, I'm still a little clunky, um, you know, shoot around is happening right about now. I haven't looked to see uh, uh, what the plan is there. If he has, uh, maybe they haven't been let in yet um, for a shoot around. But um, yeah, I definitely think that there's a possibility of, of him playing tonight. Trey Lyles, on the other hand, Still isn't practicing. He's still non-contact. Um, Jeez, I don't. I don't know what the deal is, but I mean, we saw him like it's been like ten days ago. Do a workout uh, in front of us, and he looked great then. But he kept saying, "Like I still feel it." So uh, they're just going to be super cautious. It's not just about healing up the calf muscle. It's about gaining strength in the calf muscle yeah. once you once you do uh, heal it up. And it's the last thing you want to do is rush a guy back 
from that specific injury. Yeah, no doubt. So hopefully De'Aaron Fox tonight, but still officially doubtful. Yeah, it's officially doubtful. I, I would say like there's a, a better chance that he plays on um, on Wednesday sure. than today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like we're close. We're just about there. Okay. Around the NFL, the 49ers, they got a win yesterday. The Raiders get their win yesterday. So the 49ers stayed at the number three seed in the NFC because they got no help. No help. They got none help. So the first game that matters for the 49ers is the Minnesota Vikings because the Vikings have the head-to-head tiebreaker over San Francisco. So if San Francisco does not win their division and they wind up in that 5-6-7 seed range, the Vikings will have the the tiebreaker over them in head-to-head. However. However. The Vikings are we're talking about just because of Josh Dobbs. It's such a great story, it's man. Unbelievable. I, like I, I Oh my I'm, god. <laughs> I'm in love with this story. Watching him play every weekend, he is awesome. He's so fun. Like if again, if you're a team that's out there that's trying to build a franchise, why didn't why didn't the Jets go get Josh Dobbs? Like it cost them think- nothing. It was a six. They they gave up a six-round pick for Josh Dobbs in a seventh. Like, if I'm the Raiders and Josh Dobbs is a free agent this summer, like, sign me up, man. This dude's a winner. Yeah. I am a winner. He is, oh, I've got that for you. Hang on. Here's what Josh Dobbs said after the game yesterday. I'm a winner. Yeah, he sure did. And that's, then I said... You will not be slept on no more, That's brother. right. You will not be no, slept man. on no he more, was, I mean, he was really good for, for the Cardinals... I, sh- I shouldn't say he was good for the Cardinals, but they were they were losing hand over fist. And then in his last game for them, he goes twenty five to thirty seven against Baltimore, two touchdowns, two picks. The game before that, one hundred and forty six yards, nineteen of thirty three, no touchdowns, no picks. The game before that, a twenty six nine lost to the Rams, fifty one point two percent completions, two hundred and thirty five yards, no touchdowns, a pick. Like it just it looked like oh okay here's the you know clock struck midnight he's he's a fine backup but he's not going to win you a ton of games as a starter but then Minnesota goes and gets him he has that incredible win last week against against Atlanta where he didn't know his players at all didn't know any of the playbook had never taken a snap with any of these guys and then yesterday goes out against New Orleans hangs up twenty seven on them he throws a touchdown no interceptions he was seven point nine yards per attempt. 101.1 rating. He ran it eight times for 44 yards and a touchdown. Like, he just looks like a really good dual-threat quarterback in Minnesota. Yeah. Like, I'm down, man. Shout I, out, man. I think he's, like, if he's not going to be their full-time quarterback, he needs to be a full-time quarterback somewhere else. I think that's, yeah. I, I do want to point out uh, my good friend Sean Cunningham uh, from Fox 40 and, of course, the Kings Beat uh, has just posted, De'Aaron Fox was a full participant at shoot-around. Status for tonight's game to be updated later. He goes through a full shoot around. Bro, he's playing. He playing. He's playing. There's a good chance he is playing this evening. Yes. I don't want to like I don't want to make it like official official until they make it official, so I'm just going to go real quiet on the applause and the air horns. Oh, there you go. Parcel horns. So we'll just go real quiet. <laughs> once it's once it's officially updated later, Damien can can hit the real air horns. No. Uh yeah, I I'm uh for the 49ers sake you would like to see Minnesota lose but dude for as a football fan as a person who just enjoys watching stories and watching the NFL I want Josh Dobbs to win all of the games this is so much fun <laughs> it's a really really good time watching Josh Dobbs play football yeah no, I know I'm totally down I mean this is a guy who is um you know like had to find his way into the league 
He's played for five teams in like the last two years. He's played so he was with Cleveland at in camp this year. Lost out to Dorian Thompson Robinson for the backup job. Gets traded a, two weeks before the season to Arizona. Becomes Arizona's starter. Is fine there. But then at the deadline gets traded to Minnesota and with no experience becomes Minnesota's starter and is now 2-0. and Well, and he was forced into becoming the Minnesota starter because their rookie went out and got like knocked out. Yeah, Jalen Hall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, like concussion. This is absolutely spectacular though. Like it, the way he took off on, on uh, like the, I don't know if it's a naked bootleg or what, but mm-hmm. the way he changed speed and set up the defender and the race to the corner of the end zone. Like, oof, that's big time, super man. Impressive. Yeah, he super is. Impressive. He is super fun. So against a really good Saints defense, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good Saints defense, and he lit him up uh, for twenty-seven points. Just a really, really good showing from Joshua Dobbs. All right, other action around the NFL that mattered to the 49ers next, and we'll also uh, dive into San Francisco's thirty-four to three win over the Jags yesterday in Jacksonville. That's all coming up next on the Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN thirteen twenty. <laughs> Now, back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Matson, Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Hey, Causeway Classic this weekend. James, you and I got beef this week. That's right. We got beef. <laughs> <laughs> you who's never been to a UC Davis football game? I've never been to any sporting event at UC Davis at all. Wow. Dang. Yeah. That's bananas, dude. Yeah, I did. Not even once. Never once. Never once. No, like um, I did do a history project with a UC Davis basketball player. Um, we built a, like a diorama together. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, of uh, the Enola Gay exhibit from the the plane that dropped the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So we, we reconstructed what should have been because there was a fight at the Smithsonian the, so the Enola Gay was left out in a battlefield like junkyard and was rusting out and uh, the Smithsonian got their hands on it and spent hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars restoring it. And then we're going to build an exhibit around it with um, sort of all the things that happened around it. And uh, the Air Force and the military shut down every single one of their scripts for the museum because they didn't want anything represented as what happened from the actual right propaganda bomb. only yeah yeah sure so, okay uh, yeah so now it sits in the smithsonian like with a plaque here is the enola gay and that's it dot 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 <laughs> Jeez. yeah air and space was is it in air and space it probably air and space was closed when i was at the smithsonian okay yeah that was a bummer oh that that would see i've never been to the smithsonian so yeah, I would like to. I would like to fly out and see. We actually built the script that was presented by the Smithsonian originally, oh. so we we built that in like in a giant diorama form. Like it was, I think, four feet long and two or three feet wide. Oh my wide. god! It was after we were done. We donated it to the history department, and I think it's in the history library or something at UC Davis. I'm gonna go find. That's my mission: is to find it someday. We did get an A plus, A plus, A plus for it. Good. Yeah. I love that for you and for the basketball player that worked on it with you. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well done, boys. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, NFL, week 10. 
the we did the Minnesota game. The Lions beat the Chargers 41-38. Maybe <laughs> game of the year candidate? That was incredible. It was so much fun to watch. It looked like a video game. It did. It was just up and down the field, but it wasn't You know when there's there's a high-scoring game like okay, the Raider game last night, for mm-hmm. example. Low-scoring game. And somebody tweeted out, "Man, if you like defense, this is the game for you." And it's like, "Ah, eh, is it good defense or bad offense?" The the thing that was fun about the the Lions Chargers game is I don't think there was a ton of bad defense necessarily. It wasn't like, "Oh man, blown coverage here and a missed tackle there and oh man, these four dropped interceptions." It wasn't anything like that. It was just really good offensive play calling and really good execution and two good quarterbacks going at it and two good sets of weapons going at it. I had I had so much fun watching that game yesterday. Yeah, it was a blast. Like Jameer Ooh, Gibbs just geez. going crazy. David Montgomery going crazy. Like, I, I thought that that game was a lot of fun to watch. Even uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, and, and, like, I even text you at, at a certain point, Kyle. Like, the Lions and the Kings just, like, remind me so much of each other. Because, hmm. the you know, we have this, like, long lineage of, of not making the playoffs, not being relevant at all, right? So, so that's one thing. But it's also the battle with a coach that has like an incredible offense, but wants to be a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. A- and you see like this, this battle, like in his head, like the whole time, like, I can't yeah. believe this is happening. Like, I can't believe we're in a 41 to 38. I can't yeah. believe we're like, we're, we've hit the over. We've scored 79 combined points. That's what, and, and you can see the internal struggle, but it's okay. Like they're giving in a little bit and man, they're, they're fun to watch. Yeah, they're really good in the trenches. I think their defense is probably not where, where Dan Campbell wants it to be. Nope. But we've seen the Lions win in a couple of different ways this year. And I think they're just really, really good. I think so too. They're just a, a really, really high quality team that's just hard to beat week in and week out. Yeah, I don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender. But I do think that they are a team that, uh, you, you know, probably for a second round playoff I think- team. I think it's probably I think it's easier in the NFL to make a run in your first trip to the playoffs. Okay. Just because there's so there's fewer games. Remember last year with the Kings, that was the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, man, it's really hard as a team making your first playoff run to make a deep playoff run your first time. It happens, but it's difficult. Yep. And that's a little bit how I feel with the Lions, but in the NFL, it's easier to you sn- you snag a first round bye. Now you need two wins, and they're both home games to go to the Super Bowl. You know, so I I I, I wouldn't be floored if the Lions did that and made a run, but I'd be a little bit surprised for sure. Yeah, the NBA has steps that you yeah. take. I mean, yeah. it's almost always you 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 know make the playoffs, and a lot of times you get just crushed in the first round. You're usually an eight seed. And then in year two, you might make it a series. And in year three, you might win and make it to the second round. And so there's usually a buildup. Sometimes it Mm -hmm. moves a little faster, but for the most part, it is kind of how it's structured. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, the eight versus one. That's where the Kings took a gigantic leap by jumping all the way to three. Yeah. And then they face the reigning champs, but they're the the eight or whatever, uh, I mean, the six. Mm-hmm. And then that's, it's a seven game series. Like that mm-hmm. was like, holy cow, this is a great. Se-. So the Kings definitely took a step and jumped, jumped maybe one or two steps in one mm-hmm. season. Um, but that's not customary in the NBA. In the NFL, sure, you can do that. 
You can yeah. all of a sudden become a great team. Like the Miami Dolphins could still be like a Super Bowl contending team, even though they weren't in the AFC championship game last year. I'm sticking with them. I'm sticking with the Dolphins as my AFC pick. They can beat anybody on any week. I know, man. Yeah. But I think they can also lose to anybody on any week. But Ain't that the facts. The other one was Seahawks Commanders, and so the Lions stayed ahead of the 49ers in the NFC. So the Lions still the two seed, Eagles the one seed, Niners the three. The Seahawks stayed tied with the 49ers in the NFC West by beating the Commanders on a last-second field goal. Five game-winning field goals on the final play yesterday. Oof. Pretty unbelievable. Yeah, Especially been... for a slate of games that you looked at and go, oof, this is not a good slate, but five game-winning field goals on the last play. Two weeks in a row of spectacular football. Yeah. Like, at last week was the same thing. We were sitting here watching the whole time going, I can't believe how good the quality of football is. Mm-hmm. They just showed uh, on the this screen above the, the toss that um, Brock Purdy made to George Kittle. Um, that he clearly could not see at all. Just laid it out there. What a beautiful throw. That was a really nice throw. It was a beautiful throw. Yeah, gave his guy a chance. Uh, here, <laughs> Can we do away with the Riverboat Ron nickname for Ron Rivera? <laughs> My guy made one tough decision one time and got a nickname that stuck forever. You're on the road. You're the commanders, okay? Your season's done. You've punted when you traded Montez Sweat and you traded Chase Young. Yep. Okay. You're just, you, you punted, and that's fine. That's where they're at as an organization. You're putting your quarterback in these spots to try and grow and try and win games, and they go down and they score a touchdown. They're down by seven points. They score a touchdown with 52 seconds left. And instead of going for two in the lead, they kick the damn extra point to tie it. With 52 seconds left, when you have a Seattle defense on its heels... And it ultimately didn't matter. Seattle went down and they kicked the game-winning field goal. But that's just the point. You gave up the game-winning field goal anyways. You didn't even give your team a chance to take the lead and force Geno Smith and the Seahawks offense to play from behind. To play knowing, hey, if we don't score on this series, this game is over. Not, hey, if we don't score, we're going to overtime. Let's call him, like, rowboat Ron. Just plain old canoe Ron. (laughs) No more riverboat. Like just yeah. what's a what's there is a, no not, more gambler like kayak kayak Ron <laughs> paddleboard Ron. Yeah, he's just out there, <laughs> bro. It's just a like go, go for the two. Uh, go for the two. In the, you're giving yourself. Do you understand in that spot going for the one? Okay, you tie it, but now your defense has to hold up for 52 seconds. Then you have to go to overtime, and either win the coin toss, which is a literal coin toss, and get the ball and score a touchdown, or you don't get the ball, you have to get a stop or at least hold them to a field goal, then get the ball, and then go down and score either a field goal or a touchdown. There are so many steps. Just try the two points. Go for two. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle's very upset by no, this. Go, it just it baffles me. This isn't even like an analytics thing. This is just a, hey, do you want to try and get two yards or... Do you want to try and get one stop and then maybe another stop and then also have to go whatever length of the field you have to go to score? Uh, it just it it doesn't make any sense to me. And when it comes to Riverboat Ron, always oh, the ultimate gambler, just time and time again doing the most conservative thing possible in every big spot, you don't get the nickname anymore. <laughs> Kyle is rescinding your, your, your nickname your boat, i want it back your f- boat from the flex seal commercial 
where there's the whole screen in the boat <laughs> and they throw the flex seal on it and then it doesn't sink. That's Ron Rivera. Uh, that's he funny. is flex seal boat. I think someone put in here a uh, pool noodle. Pool, pool noodle, noodle Ron, Ron is a great one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Titanic Ron Rivera. That's a good one, Ramsey. Yeah. Blind Squirrel Ron, strong from Dave. Rowboat Ron. Rowboat Ron. Shout yep. out, Mike. I just, yikes. Anyways. Uh, we did see the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, just uh, pounded the Giants. Well, the Giants are just so bad. I respect Brian Dable trying so hard to score a touchdown there at the end. They're so bad, really man. boosted team morale. Like Dak yeah. Prescott's out there doing his little hip turn, his hip turn thing and just destroying you. Yeah. All right. Big win for the Niners yesterday. Let's look ahead to this Cavs-Kings matchup. We've also got mad props from the weekend. We'll go back over the mad props. We'll explain that next. Jiffy Loop? Big Jiffy Lube uh, contest told to go? Giving away a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. After the break, stay locked in. We're back in three minutes on The Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lube. That's James Ham. I'm Kyle Madsen on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, back to the Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Matson, Brought to you by Jiffy Lou on ESPN 1320. It's someone said, dude. Apparently the homie Joe Shasky, who I love to death. Joe is one of my favorite people who I've ever met and gotten a chance to work with and learn from in this business. I think he is uh, incredibly smart when it comes to radio and the way this medium is going. But apparently, according to Drew Down in the YouTube chat, he was arguing today on 95.7 The Game, our sister station in San Francisco, that CeeDee Lamb is not a number one wide receiver, and that is bananas. Well, That is wild. Hey, he's wrong. <laughs> like, right. I, I mean, that, that's, he's, he's that's just, it. That's it. You're, I don't, you're wrong. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I mean, 10, we can, 10, we... 10 catches for 150 yards in three straight weeks. That's just a number one. You did it. Yeah, and, and I mean, we we definitely could like have this discussion whether Brandon Ayuk is a legitimate number one wide receiver or if he's really like a like a like a two plus. 
Oh, this is on Friday, apparently, that he said that. Oh, got it, got it. Well, I mean, does that change anything? Because no. how many times has C.D. Lamb done it? Like, the last five weeks, he's been just absolutely been fire. I mean, this really week, good. he had a rushing touchdown, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I, I'm, I'm I'm not down with that. Uh, but, you know, again, we could have that discussion about Brandon Ayuk. C.D. Lamb is, is taking that leap. I think Brandon Ayuk is there talent-wise, but because of the offense he plays in, where he's the yeah, second, third option. No, it makes it really tough. It's hard to get there, yeah. Yeah, the last four weeks, uh, 117, 158, 191, and 151 yards for C.D. Lamb. He also has that week two where he went for 11 catches for 143. Yeah, he's pretty solid. Yeah. Hmm. He's my number one wide receiver on my fantasy team. I can tell you that. Congrats, man. Yeah. You know who mine is right now? Uh-oh. Noah Brown. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Waiver wire pickup of the year. I, I a, a, he has like 51 points the last two weeks. No big deal. Um, Ooh, so let's get to let's get to Mad Props. So if you're unfamiliar with Mad Props, I'm I pick a stat from the 49ers game and I pick a stat from the Kings game. Whether that's Kings game Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we determine that Friday. They only played on Friday this week. So this is Kings OKC, Niners Jags. So for example, our first one: Brock Purdy pass attempts or King's total assists, and then James and I each pick which number will be higher. Mm. So Brock Purdy pass attempts or King's assists. You and I both took Brock Purdy pass attempts. Oh. And the King's assist number, 28, just edged out Brock Purdy's 26 pass attempts. What? Yeah. If he hadn't gotten pulled out of that last drive, he might have gotten there. Uh, Tough. Just breaking Shams. Uh, Sacramento Kings all-star De'Aaron Fox is expected to return to the lineup as soon as tonight versus Cavs uh, or Wednesday at Lakers. Sources tell. Oh, or Wednesday. Oh, Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to side with the guys that were there. Uh, Sean Cunningham, who watched him put the video out, put the tweet out, um, because uh, we are a, a week and some change after the last time that we got that very similar text <laughs> tweet from Shams. So, uh, well, hey, and, and all, Sh- all Shams did was tweet what you said earlier. Yes, I did say that like, earlier, didn't I? Like, yeah. Pro- like, would exp- wouldn't be shocked if he's back tonight, but more likely Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Shams, so, listening to the insiders. What's up, Shams? Yeah. Call and, in. And, and I'm just going to say, like, again, uh, shout out to uh, Sean and to Brendan uh, that were at practice just yesterday uh, and, and the other guys that were there yesterday at practice yesterday uh, and basically put this out there um, that he was at a full practice and all that stuff. And then go. Uh, they were actually at shoot around this morning and have the same information. So shout out to my guys here, local guys and, doing and, local work. And shout out to the great Shams Terrania for watching the insiders. And following along, we appreciated Shams. There it is. Like I said, call in 916-909-1320. That's the number. There it is. I think I'm going to take calls tomorrow. I thought you were going to take calls today. I was going to, but then you and I had too much to get into tomorrow, though. Tomorrow. These phone lines are going to open. I'm just going to take them blind. Because you can't screen them. (laughs) Like, typically, there's a producer who screens the call and then tells the host, like, hey, here's who's on. That's where I am I'm never taking gonna, calls when it's just me here by bro, myself. I'm it's just going to throw it on hold, put you on, and you're going to come in. and Coming in hot. You'll get blocked forever if you say something bad. That's right. That's right. 
Uh, okay, our, mad props. Sorry, mad sorry. props. Mad My props. Bad. You and I both had Brock Purdy pass attempts more than Kings assists. Uh, Kings won that one 28-26. The next one, Christian McCaffrey carries or Malik Monk points. You went with Monk. I went with McCaffrey. McCaffrey, 16 carries. Malik, 12 points. But another really effective game for Malik Monk as a creator. He had eight assists. Okay. Really good game for Malik, I thought. I thought he had a, a good game, too. He, he didn't have to be the scoring threat. Mm-hmm. When he's the assist threat... Uh, that's great. Uh, I think that's maxim. I think that's maximizing the Kings is when Malik Monk is an assist threat when De'Aaron Fox isn't on the court. Yeah, yeah. I, I the eight assist is big. Yeah. So so wait, did we win or lose that one? Uh, I won that one. You lost that one. Oh, erroneous. Yeah, not tough. Uh, we can check the audio if you want. Debo Samuel touches or Keegan Murray rebounds. You went with Debo oh. on this one. I went with Keegan on this one. Yeah, Keegan had 11, 11 rebounds. Yeah, 11 boards for Keegan, seven touches for Debo Samuel. Oh, I'm getting spanked. Yeah, not not a not a great week for you, but there's still a lot of weeks you can bounce back. Okay. We both lost this next one. George Kittle catches or Kevin Herter made threes. We both took Kittle. It was three catches for Kittle, four, four made for... threes for Kevin Herter. So a good line. Wow. Alas. This is starting to look eerily similar to my price picks on a nightly basis. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going well for me lately either. Uh, 49ers points allowed or Kings first quarter points allowed. Oh, We both took the Kings who allowed 20 points. The Niners allowed three. Oh, Good so on. we won. We did. Yes. And then we both won this last one as well. 49ers turnovers or Keon Ellis made field goals. The 49ers did not turn it over, so all Keon Ellis had to do was make one field goal. He made two. Oh, he had the dunk, the putback dunk. Word to Keon Ellis. Yeah. So we both won that one. I went four and two in this week. You went two and four. I'm up two one on the year. Yeah, but shout out to um, to Keon Ellis for making an impact despite only scoring two baskets. Yeah, yeah. Impact without scoring is every bench player for the Kings. Like, how can you affect the game without scoring ten points? Yeah, and I think Keon Ellis does a really really good job of it. The uh, the A's have released their 2024 Major League Coaching staff. Oh, good. Lay it on me. Mark Kotze. Course. Manager. Yep. Darren Bush, uh, bench coach and director of hitting. Mm-hmm. Michael Dreddy, hitting coach. Yeah. Chris Cron, hitting coach. That's a real person. A lot of S- hitting coaches. Scott Emerson, uh, who did a bang-up job with that pitching staff last year, is Boy, back. Uh, Dan Hubbs is a bullpen coach. That's a fake person. Oh, the the first base coach, Bobby Crosby. Oh, come on! What? Get an A's legend in the first base coach's box. We love to see it. Third base coach is Eric Martins. Oh boy, I thought you were going to say Eric Chavez and twelve year old no. Kyle almost lost his damn yeah, mind. That would have been that would have been a moment. Oh wait, I. Marcus Jensen is the quality control coach, the major league coach and interpreter, Ramon Hernandez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. There it is. All right. Glad he's still around. There it is. And shout out to Roy Steele for rolling the R on Ramon Hernandez. Oh, my goodness. I loved Roy Steele. The voice of God. Roy Steele lived in Auburn. Did he? He did. Oh, he commuted from Alabama to do A's games. That's nuts. No, I know, I know, I know, I I do, and it's a dumb joke. (laughs) It's a stupid joke, and I still did it. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, that's funny. Kings face the Cavs tonight in a game that, you know what? Pause. 
Yep. Not like pauses and I said something to pause. Let's give away this Jiffy Lube gift certificate. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. All right. So James and I sat together at Friday night's game, and James is going, hey, who, need, who should be the player of the game? We hemmed, and we hawed, and we decided that Keegan Murray is your Jiffy Lube player, fast break player of the game. Just head to ESPN1320.com. There's a big Jiffy Lube photo right in front. Click on that. Enter the keyword Keegan. Keegan is the keyword today. I love it. Keegan word. K-E-E-G-A-N. Enter that word and you will be entered to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. I don't think... Okay, so I... I, Scott Moak, uh, one of my favorite people. Not the player of the game. uh, One of my favorite people, but he started it with Yogi Ferrell. So he I would remember go, this. Yogi, and then the fans would respond, Farrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Keegan Murray thing is one of the best things. Uh, like, it gets really everybody strong. so amped up. And I even think Keegan Murray not hearing it has hurt him. Like, uh, like he needs some shots to go down, so he starts hearing it from the crowd. Like, he, and uh, it's a big deal. Like, I, I think this, if he can get a few more games like this. We're going to start seeing him ascend. This is going to be the moment. Well, he's not going to hear it on the road. So he's got to figure that out. I don't know if, uh, to be honest, he might hear uh, Kings fans still yell, Keegan, and then to each other, Murray, because Kings fans have been traveling. Okay. Traveling. Okay. Totally. I hope that he can overcome it if he doesn't hear it, though. Okay. That's the key. That's the the key for me. Keegan's the keyword at ESPN1320.com. Hit that Jiffy Lube <clears throat> uh, uh, contest page right there at the front and enter key wo- keyword Keegan, K-E-E-G-A-N, and enter for your chance to win a Jiffy Lube $100 gift certificate. Kenny Caraway in the building. He and D-Lo and Casey. Uh, he and D-Lo are coming up next for D-Lo and Casey. That's coming up at noon. Um, Kings Cavs tonight. I feel like OKC and Cleveland back-to-back is really favorable because they present a lot of the same problems just in terms of their size, particularly inside. Okay. Yeah, I would even say... Not the same team, but present the same problem. Three in a row. I would say the Lakers do as well. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you got Anthony Davis, you've got Jackson Hayes, you've got uh, Christian Wood. Like, the Kings are going to sit here and go through a a stretch where you're going to play some big boy teams, but... I also think that the Kings are, um, you know, I don't know why we act like the Kings aren't a pretty big team too. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, like Sabonis is 6'11". He's not a true seven-footer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start a six foot seven shooting guard, 6'8", uh, 6'8", at the three and the four. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're tiny. You're just not. It's that second big. That and you don't have like the stretch Armstrong guy. You don't yeah. have like the... You know, the old Stacey Ogman, you know, like... Evan Mobley, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, guy. like these Anthony long, Davis. super athletic, yeah. uh, defensive-minded, you know, guys. Uh, Kessler Edwards is trying to become that guy, but, you know, you're not quite there yet. And even still, that he's more of a three than a four. So, uh, yeah, big teams. Speaking of, speaking of Kings past opponents, the Rockets are rolling, dude. They've won six in a row. Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, it's just crazy, isn't it? They beat Denver last night. They beat New Orleans the night before that. They crushed the Lakers the night before that. 
Shout out to the Rockets, dude. Shout out to the Rockets. They can play a little bit. Yeah, it's also, I would say... It makes the Kings losses look a lot better. Yeah, that in Golden State is... Uh, they can't figure it out. in a funk all yeah, of a sudden. Are. So Golden State's lost three in a row and, and four out of five. They've lost three in a row and just haven't looked particularly good in any of them. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, they almost beat the Nuggets in, in Denver. Okay. But Jamal Murray didn't play in that one, and GP2 and Draymond didn't play in that one. But yeah, the Cavs, eight-point loss. It was never really that close. The mm-hmm. Timberwolves last night, they lost by six, but they were down a bunch late and, and kind of clawed their way back in. So yeah, they just they can't score. Like That's their problem. Because if Steph isn't scoring, nobody is. And he kind of got that early thing. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even against the Kings, if Steph wasn't the guy... Mm-hmm. It was it was a dogfight. So. It appears it appears that the Andrew Wiggins playoff run, where he was the second best player on the team, is just gone. He's just never going to be that player again. Yeah, and they were really banking on that. So um, I, that's well, that's where they're at. I mean, come on. I, I mean, if you're banking on that, I, you chose poorly. I. I mean, I, did, honestly, did you watch those playoffs? No, I, he was I, excellent. I know, I know you he had was. to pay him. I, he was, but no. I mean, and they they had to pay him either way, but yeah, he's just not he's just not <coughs> that dude. Bless you. Excuse me. He's just not. Yeah, no. Second best player. He's not that guy. Yeah, and I don't know who their second best player is right now. Well, that's usually a problem. Moses Moody. <laughs> oh. Is it Jonathan Kaminga? I don't. Ooh. I don't know, man. They're Ooh. just just they constantly run out lineups where you're just not scared of anybody on the court. Yeah, because they have Clay Except Thompson at 16.1 points per game and then it drops What's he to, shooting? to 12. Um Clay is shooting 42.6 from the field, 34.7 from three. Oof. On volume. On volume. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, What's he 9 threes a game? 7 and a half. Mm. Well, that's come down cuz he's not hitting. So Kaminga at 12.1 and then you got Wiggins Wiggins at 10 he's- points. Five. It's not like he's had a couple of bad games. He has stunk. Oh no! And Chris Paul went and can't hit the broad side of the barn. Uh, He's shooting thirty six point eight percent from the field, including sixteen point two percent from three. Yeah, he's he's gotten hot lately too. Ooh, (laughs) boy, they. I think he started one for twenty one from three. Yeah. See, this is why I hate the Kings playing them twice in like the first week of the season. Because the Kings weren't the Kings, and the Warriors might not have been the Warriors. Uh-huh. And let's get to this next game where they play each other and see how that one looks. Mm-hmm. Because it's possible that we could see, again, what we assumed in the beginning of the season, two ships passing in the night type mm-hmm. deal. But yeah, that, that Warriors squad, is str- they're, they're scuffling a little bit. Yeah, boy, you hate to see it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yuck. Uh, honestly, like, and and... To to bring this around, Minnesota is also really good. Minnesota's figuring it out. They are. Did right you see now. Anthony Edwards last night when Draymond started barking at him, and then he just very methodically just Destroyed. put all the nails in the in the Warriors' coffin? It was incredible. He was so good. Anthony he, Anthony Edwards can hoop, dude. Yeah, he can. And I I think Minnesota and Dallas are both surprises. If yeah. I told you at the beginning of the season that the West after Roughly 10 games would be Denver, Dallas, Minnesota, Houston. We can even keep going. OKC, followed by the Warriors, and then the Kings, and then Kings, Lakers tied, and then we start going Pelicans, Phoenix, Clippers. Oof. 
That's uh that nine, ten, eleven. Ooh, that's crazy. Yeah, so Nuggets at the top wouldn't have shocked me. Okay. If you told me Mavericks two, I wouldn't have been super surprised. Because in a world where Luca and Kyrie figure out how to coexist, like you can see them being pretty good. I still don't think they have enough like overall to get yeah. you through a season. Yeah, I mean, check check in with me in January. I'd be surprised if they're still the two. Yeah, because even like last week, uh, Grant Williams was averaging like 17 a game. He's mm-hmm. down to 11.4. Yeah. And Tim Hardaway is at 17.6. I kind of expect him to take a little bit uh, of a dive off of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rashawn Holmes has played in two games. Hey, good, good for him. Good to see that. Yeah, but the Timberwolves at three surprises me. The Rockets at four shocks me. Oklahoma City at five, not that crazy for me. I, I think I picked them to be the third seed, so oh, that's that's okay. not that's not insane. The Warriors in that six range, that's kind of about six, seven, eight is kind of about where I expect them. The Kings in the seven, a little bit of a surprise early on. The Lakers at eight, definitely a surprise for me. And then Phoenix at four and six. Oof. I had Phoenix as a team that was going to win a bunch of regular season games and then fizzle out in the playoffs. I kind of had the opposite. I thought it would be that they would get in, mm-hmm. but uh, would would have a stronger go in the playoffs because mm-hmm. of their high-end talent. As of right now, like they didn't design that team. That team's not deep enough. Even the trade that they made right at the mm-hmm. right before the season started, it added depth, but I just don't... Number one, you should have done that trade like three weeks earlier so you could have had a training camp with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to see what they look like, but it doesn't help that Bradley Bill just doesn't play basketball anymore. It's also, <laughs> this is how crazy the NBA season is. It feels like the season is forever old and there's still eight more of these stretches to go. About 10 games. Oh, yeah. That's, or I guess there's seven more of them to go. Well, Bradley Bill's that's, played three games nuts. now. So well, good for him. Uh, you know, and, you know, Devin Booker, you know how court. many game Devin Booker's played? He's played two. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Including the season opener. All right. Uh, real quick. I got about a minute here. Eh, a little over, a little under a minute or a little under two minutes. What are your three keys to a Kings win tonight? Um, number one, I think it was hit your threes. Oh, no. Hang on. I agree. Hit your threes. Okay. Uh, number two, find your pace. Yep. Uh, number three, Domas domination. Uh, get the ball to Domas. Let him ragdoll the the tall, skinny guys. So I basket. think that's I think that's a key unless De'Aaron plays. Okay. In which case, I want to see De'Aaron get going. Okay. That's all. Yeah, I mean he can do that. Yeah, but to your point, even when De'Aaron's in, I see too many times Domas has a defender like that that he should be able to back down where he takes two dribbles and stops. Like, dude, just put him under the basket. He doesn't do that against the stream being guys. He goes right at him. He always does. He'll yeah. he'll shoulder him a couple of times, get him under the basket, and go up and dunk on him. I hope so. Yep. Hope to hope to see that tonight against the Jared Allens and, and Evan Mobley's of the world. All right. I got a Kings win tonight. I think they're winning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel good about I feel good about the direction they're heading. Knowing now that Portland that game wasn't a, hey, look, at look this is their... P-. That was a just kind of get the arrow pointed the right way. I think you saw more against OKC what this team is going to look like the rest of the way, and I think then we see it tonight against the Cavs. Yeah, I would also say that teams that uh, get a star back, sometimes it takes a couple of days to adjust. So yeah, they'll be better on Wednesday than they were tonight. All right, we're the Insiders. He's James. I'm Kyle, sponsored by Jiffy Lube. D-Lo and Casey next. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.